0: Hello, and welcome to the Life Center Podcast. We're a church in Tacoma, Washington that exists to inspire our community to love and follow Jesus. To find out more about what's going on at all of our campuses, you can download the Life Center app, interact with us on social media, or visit lifecenter.com. Let's jump into this week's message. Thanks for listening. We play a part, you and I. Our efforts are not made in vain. All of the pain, all of the struggle all of our striving what we do each and every day has a purpose in this up close you might not be able to see it on your own but our Creator is using it a day is coming when it will no longer be hidden he chose us long before we decided To choose him. He molded us in his image. He breathed life into us. He sees us. He hears us. He created all the beauty in the world, in the universe, and still decided that we were worthy to have his love revealed to us. We have a part to play you and I, not scattered by ourselves, but together, linked by what was broken at the cross. All of us are bound together by the one whose grace and mercy reaches out and redeems us, a divine marker that propels us forward into the world, that sends us. We are blessed to be a blessing, saved to bring the message of salvation. Grace was revealed to us when our Creator took on flesh and entered history. He revealed His true nature by becoming one of us, giving Himself up so that we might have life. He was victorious in death so that one day we might be made new. Our part is here to play. We are made new to bring new creation into the world. Each one of us has a story to tell, how love and grace have given us new life, the life of the one who was resurrected. As he was sent to reveal life, he sends us.
1: Welcome to Easter with Life Center. Today, no matter where you're watching from, who you might be watching with, or just simply who you are, we want to let you know we are so glad that you've joined with us. Listen, Easter is one of the most significant days in our lives as followers of Jesus because ultimately it reveals our source of hope. Over the last number of days, what we call Holy Week here at Life Center, we've journeyed from Palm Sunday, where we talked about Jesus being sent to reach, and then Good Friday, we focused on this truth that Jesus, He was sent to redeem. And today, I want to focus in on this idea that Jesus was sent, He was sent to reveal. He was sent to reveal very important truths for us. In a moment, we're going to look together. To Matthew chapter 28. But before I get there, how many of you have ever had a day that you just wish could somehow start over? You ever found yourself in a moment where, man, it, it would be nice to have a new day. It'd be nice to have a new day. You, you, you experience that? You know what I'm talking about? I mean, if, if there was that ability to maybe hit the reset button, because here's what happens in life. And we've been, we've been talking over the last week about this idea of stained glass and how it, how it works together. And, and here's what happens. I know in my life, maybe it's happened in yours, where we have moments where we're going through life, and then all of a sudden, what the, the unexpected happens. You see, today, as, as we consider this, some of us, we, we feel like this is a good metaphor of our lives, a peace. Maybe it at one point felt whole, maybe at one point it, it felt cohesive, but maybe this broken piece, it, it represents a marriage that it ended too soon. Maybe it represents a career that you feel like was once intact and now it feels like that career has been shattered. Maybe it represents a hope that you were once clinging to and now that hope is no longer intact. Maybe it represents that sense of security, that sense of peace in your life. You see, the the truth is, no matter what the pieces look like in your life, maybe today you find yourself longing for a new day, a new hope, a a new sense of peace. You see, some of us today, we, we look at our lives and we feel like all we're left with is broken pieces. Broken pieces, shattered Pieces, You see, a, a broken piece, it, it seems to be worthless. It seems to be something that it's lost its value. It's lost its purpose. And here's the reality. That's true unless you take that broken piece and you put it in the hand of a master artist or a master craftsman. See, today you might feel like the pieces of your life have been smashed and all that's left is fragments of what could have been or what should have been here's what's interesting about that idea all those years ago Jesus friends as they woke up that Sunday morning they felt like the pieces had been shattered you see their king their friend their lord their master their rabbi he was dead And you see, that day when they woke up, there there wasn't necessarily this expectation of hope. No, they were actually making their way to a graveyard to visit a body that is dead. But in that journey, listen, the, the, the unexpected happens. As they make their way that day, listen, all of a sudden the hope of a new day shows up. And today, listen, that's exactly what I want to talk about. I want to talk about a new day. Today, maybe, maybe you want to say those few words with me. Say a new day. That's what Easter is a representation of. It's a representation for our lives. See, no matter how broken and fragmented your life may feel today, can I tell you, Easter declares that there is a new day. There's a new day for us. And in fact, I I want us to look together at a few verses of scripture in Matthew chapter 28. Matthew chapter 28. And I want to look to verse one. It says this, early on Sunday morning, as the new day was dawning. Listen, I I love that, that opening statement. Early on Sunday morning, as a new day was dawning, Mary Magdalene, And the other Mary went out to visit the tomb. And suddenly there was a great earthquake. For an angel of the Lord came down from heaven, rolled aside the stone, and he sat on it. His face shone like lightning, and his clothing was as white as snow. The guards, they shook with fear when they saw him, and they fell to a dead fate. Then the angel of the Lord spoke to the women, "'Don't be afraid.'" Can I tell you that that same declaration is such good news for us right here, 2020, Easter Sunday morning? Don't be afraid, he said. I know you're looking for Jesus who was crucified. Listen to this next statement. This is so important. He isn't here, he's risen. Think about how that statement would have hit these ladies as they're going to visit their rabbi who he was put to death. They saw him die with their own eyes and now there's no hope left. They're just going to, to visit where he was buried and yet they come face to face with this incredible declaration as the sun was rising on a new day. You see, quite literally, the pieces in their perspective had been shattered, gone. He isn't here. He is risen. Oh, come on. Can you say that with me right where you're at? Say, he is risen. I know some of you, you're, you're typing online right now. Type that in. He is risen. He isn't here. He's risen from the dead. Just as he said would happen. You see, this shouldn't have been a surprise for the disciples, for his friends. But for whatever reason... They hadn't put two and two together. They were struck with this fact that the the pieces were shattered. Jesus is dead. Where's our hope now? But aren't you thankful that day as the sun began to come up, the light began to shine, there was a new day dawning for them. And because of that new day then, there's a new day available for each and every one of us. He isn't here He's risen from the dead, just as he said would happen. Come and see where his body was laying. Oh, I love that. And now go quickly and tell his disciples that he has risen from the dead. He's going ahead of you to Galilee. You will see him there. Remember what I have told you. See, I love this, this power in this message of a new day. You see, as the sun went up and and these ladies, they're journeying to see Jesus, what do they come face to face with? They come face to face with the fact that there is hope. Why? Because Jesus, he's alive. Not just he was alive, hear this closely. He is alive. And, And here's the point for us today. Listen, the hope of a full life is revealed In an empty tomb. Let me say that again. The hope of a full life, maybe maybe you're longing for life to to feel full once again. Maybe today you're looking at your life and you're saying, you know what, Tyler? That's a great story, but but my life feels anything but full. It feels broken, it it feels segmented, It, it feels fractured. Listen, the hope of full life, it's revealed. It's revealed in the fact that the tomb is empty because the tomb was empty on Sunday mornings. It means that the full life that we long to experience is available to us because of what Jesus has accomplished for us. In other words, let me say it this way. It's a new day. It's a new day. It was a new day then. And here's what I love about the grace of God. It's a new day today. New hope, new grace You see, here's what we need to understand though today. In order for there to be a new beginning, it means that there has to be an ending. In order for us to experience a new beginning, there actually has to be an ending. Now think about it, before the new day could happen on Sunday, it means that Saturday had to come to a close. On a real practical sense, in order for there to be the hope of resurrection, it means that Jesus had to die on the cross. There was an ending to his life, but even though his life ended, he rose again to new life. And friends, that is our hope. That's why we celebrate. That's why millions of people around the globe today and even millions of people across our nation, even though they're not able to meet corporately in the church Listen, people are rejoicing. Why? Because of the hope of a new day. See, where I have to be careful, maybe you can identify with this. At times, I want a new beginning without being willing to say goodbye to what needs to end. What about you? Maybe you've longed for some things to be made new, but, but you're unwilling to let go of what actually needs to end. And and here's what I'm so thankful for. The fact that Jesus rose from the dead, the fact that the tomb is empty and because of that, our hope for this full life is real today. Can I tell you that that promise, that truth is available for each and every one of us. When, when Jesus died and he rose again, it revealed that there was some endings, but also Some beginnings, some endings, and some beginnings. And listen, today I want to talk about a few of the endings that happened because of the empty tomb. And I want to talk about a few of the beginnings that are available for each and every one of us today. And so we're we're going to look at just a few of these. Number one is this listen, because Jesus rose from the dead, there was an end to death and a new beginning of life. There was an end to death and a new beginning of life. I love how John opens up his gospel, John chapter one. And listen to what he says in verses four and five. He says this, the word, notice that capital W, it's speaking of Jesus. The word gave life. Can you say life? The word gave life to everything that was created and his life brought light to everyone. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness can never extinguish it. Again, I want you to notice the word brought life. Do you know that Jesus, when he came and he lived and he suffered and he died and he rose again, he being the word, in other words, the Greek word for that is logos, the the word of God, that he brought life. He brought life. And here's why this is so important. Sin brought death. Sin brought separation. And God revealed that his great rescue plan was to reach mankind, to redeem mankind, to undo what sin had done. In other words, instead of just settling for broken pieces, of death. And, and maybe today you look at your life and you feel like your life is just surrounded by fragments and segments of death. Can I tell you, because the tomb is empty today, what represented maybe death in your life, now in the hands of Jesus, there's an opportunity to walk in new life because of this new day. You see, there was an ending to death and there was a new beginning of life. Not only that, there was an end to darkness and a new beginning of light. An end of darkness and a new beginning of light. I love how Jesus describes of himself as John's gospel continues. In in John chapter 8, verse 12, it says this. Jesus spoke to the people once more and said, I am, listen to this, the light of of the world. Oh, I love that. I am the light of the world. If you follow me, you won't have to walk in darkness because you will have the light that leads to life. How many times have we found ourselves in a place where life looks dark? Today, maybe that's a good description of where you feel like life is at for you. You see, I want to remind you today, listen, no matter how dark life feels, no matter how dark life looks, maybe you're looking at your career right now and you're like, man, it, it is dark out there. Maybe you're looking at the economy and you're saying, man, it, it doesn't look very bright. Man, lots of darkness all around me. Maybe you're looking at your health or the the realities of this virus that's just wreaking havoc in our nation and around the globe. And you're saying, man, there is a lot of darkness right now. Can I tell you, because the tomb is empty, there was an ending to darkness and there was a brand new light that was revealed. Again, Jesus' declaration, I am the light of the world When we trust in Him, we don't have to walk in darkness anymore. Today, if you feel like you're surrounded by darkness, can I tell you? Jesus wants to be the light of your life. And we experience that by putting our trust in Him. Listen, because Jesus is alive, you have access to a light that no matter how dark it is, that light can never be extinguished. That's good news. That's good news especially in a world that's, that's been shattered by darkness. We look and we go, God, I, I don't know how, how you could redeem pieces of darkness like this. But can I tell you, the things that we've seen and experienced the pain of darkness in, in the hands of Jesus, through his grace, all of a sudden there's, there's a new hope for what used to represent darkness. Man, now there's an opportunity for light. Here's another ending that took place on that day. There was an end to distance and a new beginning of love. An end to distance. Listen, this is one of the things that that sin created in mankind's relationship with God. There was was a separation. There There was distance. And yet now because the tomb being empty, there was an end to distance. Some of us, if we've ever watched a football game or we've ever been to church, we've probably heard this verse. It's a familiar one. But for others, it's going to be brand new. John chapter 3, verse 16. It says this, that God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son in, in the translation that, that we're reading from today, in the New Living Translation, it says it this way. For this is how God loved the world. He gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but will have eternal life. See, we love that promise. God loves me so much that, that he gave Jesus to die for me. And listen, that's a great Truth, but it all hinges on the fact that the grave has to be empty in order for it to be true. You see, if the grave is full, I want to remind you, if the grave is full, our hope is empty. But because the grave is empty, what it means is our hope is full. And man, that is good news. Why? Because what used to represent distance in our lives. No, now there's been this revelation that God loves you so much. Listen, today, no matter where you're watching from, no matter your background, no matter how fragmented and broken your life feels, can I tell you, God loves you. So much. Man, make this personal. I'm I'm talking to you right there on the other side of the screen. God loved you so much that He sent His one and only Son. And yet, that love falls silent if Jesus didn't rise again from the dead. But this is what Easter Sunday in this weekend is all about that Jesus, He rose again, He came to life to reveal love, to reveal light to a world that was lost in darkness. Listen, distance has become a key theme in our world over the last number of weeks. You know what I'm talking about. We, all of a sudden we're talking about social distancing. And by the way, this is, this is what I'm emphasizing in my language. It's not social distancing, it's physical distancing. And all of a sudden, we're living with this reality. We're trying to figure out this dynamic and what it looks like and what it means for us. But can I tell you that God loved you so much that he didn't want to leave you at a distance any longer? Some of us, we we feel the pain of this distancing right now in in our earthly relationships. But can I tell you, Jesus came. He lived the life we couldn't live. He died the death we should have died, but he rose again. Why? So that we would never have to spend another day feeling distanced from him. And I love the hope that this day represents for us. See what in your life, maybe it represented distance. Can I tell you, Jesus wants to redeem and says, no, 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 instead of distance, here's what's available for you. Love, love is available for you. Jesus knows how to take the broken pieces and bring us together and create something beautiful. I want you to think about that for a second. What is it in your life? See, maybe what shattered in your life was that marriage. Maybe what shattered in your life was that addiction that you thought you had beat. Maybe what shattered in your life was that sense of hope, that sense of security. Maybe, maybe what shattered in your life was you had somebody in your life who disappointed you, a parent, maybe it was a leader, maybe it was a spiritual leader and, and all of a sudden there's, there's fragments and, and shattered pieces and you're saying, well, how, what am I supposed to, how am I supposed to do anything with all of these broken pieces now? And, and here's what Easter declares to us, it's a new day. It's a new day. Why? Because we have a God who delights in taking the broken pieces. And as a master artist, a master craftsman, what does he do? He takes those broken pieces and and he knows how to take these broken pieces and put them in to something that's beautiful. He knows how to take broken pieces and segmented pieces and bring them together. And you see, all through this Holy Week, we've been looking at this idea of stained glass and the pieces coming together and ultimately revealing that Jesus was our perfect Passover lamb. That through him, we have new life, new identity, new hope, new freedom. And and you thought that that brokenness in your life was just waste. But can I tell you, no, in the hands of God's grace for your life, it's not waste. No, he's, he's building a beautiful mosaic, bringing pieces together, different shapes, different sizes, different colors. And he's revealing something to us collectively. In my hands, I can take what was broken. In my hands, I I can take what represented death, darkness, distance. And and here's what I'm going to do. I'm gonna take those broken pieces of death, darkness, and distance, and I'm gonna begin to reveal, no, in me, there's life. In me, there's light. In me, there is love. And friends, this hope is available to each and every one of us today. Why? That hope for a full life is revealed and realized because of the fact that today the grave is empty. Jesus is alive. He is risen. And since he's risen, that means the the broken pieces of our lives in his hands can begin to create a beautiful picture of his grace and his work. Today, I want to encourage you to take a moment and say a simple prayer with me. Today, as you sit there and you're watching this broadcast, no matter what room you might be in, no matter where you might be watching from, Maybe it's your desire and, and today that, that hope is beginning to rise inside of you saying, man, God, I just thought all those broken pieces were waste. I thought everything was lost. And no, the, the story of Easter, the fact that the grave is empty, understand this. What you thought was broken in the hands of our gracious God, he wants to redeem and repurpose that. It's a new day. Maybe today you are longing for a new day, a new start. It's, it's, it starts by putting your trust in Jesus. The starting point is by putting your trust in what he's already done for you. So right now, would you join me in a, in a word of prayer? Come on, right there on the other side of that screen. Here's what I want you to do. I'm going to say a simple prayer and I'd love you to repeat these words with me from your heart. Come on, would you say this prayer with me? Say, Jesus Thank you for loving me. I put my trust in you. Forgive me of my sin. Make me a new creation. Thank you for picking up the broken pieces of my life. Thank you for the hope of a new day. Thank you that you are alive. Help me to live for you each and every day. In your name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Listen, I want to be the first to congratulate those who just prayed this prayer. It's the greatest decision you could ever make in your life. Why? Because all of those places of maybe brokenness, of concern, of fracture, in God's hands, nothing's wasted. Nothing is wasted. And listen, we're so glad that you joined with us at Life Center. I'm so excited to watch in the weeks and months to come how each of us collectively as we bring our broken pieces and we trust them to the hands of Jesus, what Jesus is going to continue to build for his glory and for the good of our city, the good of our families, the good of our community. And so thanks so much for joining with us here at Life Center. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your Easter weekend. God bless. We'll see you soon.